Welcome back to Real Presence Live, Duluth edition. This is Father Richard Kuntz, along with Father Ryan Moravitz, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth at St. James Parish in the Stella Maris Academy School, St. James Campus. That was a that was a um, a rough segment of straight talk, Father Ryan. I felt like I was under the gun a little bit with all those questions, and just so listeners can hear, they were not full explanations. So I left a lot out because I was being peppered by Father Ryan. I was I was no, reading the school I, kids' I, questions. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was very good. I know third grade questions are tough sometimes. It's true though. Sometimes they can have profound I, questions. I know exactly. Anyhow, so you did a pretty good job though. Thank, thank you. You didn't do a good job. You did pretty good. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. Well, we we have along with us we have Beth Bigelow. Beth, welcome to uh, Real Presence Live. Thank you. It's Beth, great to be here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Beth Bigelow, and I'm originally from a small town in Missouri. And I graduated after um, high school. I went to Benedictine College and graduated with um, my youth ministry and religious studies um, degrees. And then God called me to be a focused missionary. So he sent me to Grand Forks, North Dakota at UND for two years. And then um, the day after my dating fast, they asked us to be on a dating fast. Our first year, I met my husband and... So we dated long distance for a year, and then I moved to Virginia, Minnesota. I was a youth minister for a year, then we got married, and then the next year um, we had a baby, and I have stayed at home ever since. And the rest is history. Yeah, so now we're expecting baby number six in two weeks. (laughs) Wow. Do Do you have a name? We do, but we're not sharing it. Really? Come on, just just tell it just between you and I right now. No, <laughs> nobody else is listening. Right, right. Well, you know, we always like to see the baby before we actually name it. So, do you know it if it's change. a boy or a girl? No, you don't know. Well, it's one or the other. Well, I know that. <laughs> Thank you, Beth. Now you're sounding like Father Ryan right now. <laughs> what, Beth? Why don't you? you we got you on the uh, area to talk a little bit about you know an event that's coming up at uh, your parish and Father Ryan's parish, but a little bit about um, uh, you know your idea and your experience with Halloween and your thoughts on it in regards to our Catholic faith. Yes. Um, so actually when I was in college at Benedictine, Dr. Edward Shree and Dr. Shia was another theology professor on Halloween. They would always bring their children around to our dorm rooms and they were dressed up as saints, which was a new concept. I had never seen or heard of that before. And so I was really, um, I thought it was beautiful and it was so awesome to see the little kids dressed up as saints. And so I kind of explored that more, especially after I got married and, um, had children. And so, um, I always hoped that when I was older, um, or when I had children that we would be able to have, um, celebrate Halloween in that way. And so, um, we're really excited to have the handmaids here and that they, well, before we get to the event itself, what was your experience yeah. as your in your childhood growing up and l- looking back to Halloween? What was your experience of Halloween? So we always looked forward to Halloween like the whole year, trying to figure out what we were going to dress up as. And my mom was really well known as having um, a witch cackle that everybody kind of knew her. And so we would dress up as witches a lot of times. And each year it was kind of like, how can we be scarier? And we had like the big nose and green face and tall hat. And um, so that was kind of like what we looked forward to. Um, and I really, I mean, other than the fact that my mom had this witch cackle and she was kind of known for that and loved to scare little kids, uh, that's that was kind of the excitement of Halloween was the scary part, um, which I'll be honest, my brothers and I, um, 
we, we were scared a lot of times when we were growing up, like, um, we would have bad dreams and, um, go into our parents' room and stuff. And I don't know if that's from our experience of Halloween and like liking scary movies, but, um, I know as a parent, uh, now I don't like my children to wake <laughs> up scared and, and stuff. So, um, when I went to college, that was, uh, I don't know. There was kind of an excitement or like, whoa, there's a different way to look at Halloween or how you can celebrate. Um, cause we always kind of focused more on, like, I didn't even think about witchcraft, like witchcraft is real. Mm-hmm. And so even though that wasn't the intention, um, the, the reality is that that is something that's like we were making fun or, um, you know, of like this thing that's actually reality, mm-hmm. even so, though we didn't mean to. So as a parent yourself, you know, with all of that in light, like why, w- why would you or how would you encourage parents to take on a Catholic tradition of this holiday, which it really has its roots in, in a, in a truer form um, rather than a secular one, I would say. Yeah. I think the thing that I appreciate the most is it's one time a year where you can really focus on the saints and, um, and it's exciting to like our, our, our kids get excited about what saints they want to dress up as. And we, my husband and I do actually love learning about the saints. And so all of our children, their first and middle name, uh, they're named after certain saints. And so our kids especially get excited about their patron saints. And so that's who they typically want to dress up as. And, uh, so they're always, um, looking forward to that and, so it's more exciting to me um, to have something that, like, rather than focusing on the scary stuff, which I don't really want them to live out, we focus on the light, and um, they're called to be saints. And so we can talk about what does that mean to be a saint and how we live our daily lives, um, rather than um, just having this one time of year where we focus on the darkness and scariness. So, so what saint are you thinking of for your next kid? <laughs> no, nice I was, I'm just trying to. Yeah. Good drive. <laughs> <laughs> nice drive, Father. Oh, that thank was, you very that much. was good. Yeah, oh, good. So, um, uh, this is Father Richard Kunz along with Father Ryan Moravitz coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth. You're listening to Real Presence Live. We're talking to Beth Bigelow about Halloween and looking at Halloween from a Catholic perspective and, and uh, how we look at that from a Catholic perspective versus, say, a secular perspective and how we're inundated with in this time of the year. Beth, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about something that's going on. It's a now become an annual thing at St. Lawrence for All Saints Day. So I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't gotten all the details, but I know the sisters do a beautiful job of, um, like, trying to, when you walk in, like feeling like you're in heaven and, um, that you're there with all of the saints. And so with everybody who comes and is dressed up and then, um, they have a lot of different fun games that have to do with different saints. And so our kids really enjoyed playing the different games last year and, um, getting prizes and candy and stuff. So everybody has to come. It has to be dressed as a saint. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so they I'm going to be you... Saint Elizabeth this year since I'm so pregnant. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So, so you can't, I mean, if, if somebody comes up in a Chewbacca, uh, um, costume, are you going to kick them out? No, I think the sisters will just help them to oh. turn that into a saintly costume. <laughs> now, this is this the second time you guys done this at St. Lawrence? Yes, and in the past we've gone to St. Ben's. Um, they okay. also have, they had their All Saints Day party on Monday. Okay. And um, the homeschooling co-op is having one today, actually, this afternoon. So. I, I remember last year at this time talking, because I didn't make it to your party last year, because I think I had mass or something, I can't remember what it was, but uh, you were talking about how well it went. Father Ryan, maybe talk a little bit how 
Beth or Father Ryan how how it went over last year because I remember you being so excited about it. Well, you know, so this came about as a lot of our listeners know the Handmaids of the Heart of Jesus. They're now here in Duluth, and they live at Holy Family and they work at Holy Family in St. Lawrence, which are my two parishes. And this is something that they've kind of done as a community as well themselves, just to have to celebrate the day in a fun way. And um, so they really brought this idea to me, and I said, "Yeah, let's do it. Go ahead, throw an All Saints party." So I said, when do you want to do it? Like maybe on All Saints Day or do you want to do it like, you know, sometime during that week? And they just were really bold, which I loved. No, we want to do it on Halloween night to offer Catholics or anybody else an alternative to sort of the secular, you know, goblins and ghouls and the whole trick-or-treat kind of thing. And I think a lot of our parents still do the trick-or-treating around their neighborhoods. I mean, we're not, we're not you know, great. But to have that other option to, like, give your kids on Halloween, too, the sort of the boldness to dress as a saint or to consider that and then to come to a, a Halloween event on Halloween night, actually, but it's really an All Saints event. So what they did last year um, was they set it up and they, they put these invitations on. They call it an invitation to heaven. Mm. And so you, when you get there, we actually have St. Peter at the door. And oh, so St. Peter lets you in. And if you're not dressed as a saint, St. Peter's not going to let you in, actually. Oh, okay. But the sisters will be there to help you know, turn you into a saint. So we have a purgatory zone. Oh, jeez. Right, where they go and they, you know, they have some, like, simple costumes, you know, so you kind of get, you, you get <laughs> you get dressed as a saint. So we have some fun with that. And then, like Beth was sharing, you know, the sisters put some games together. They decorate the, the hall. And um, a lot of, like, traditional stuff. They have lots of candy. I think this year they have either, like, cake bingo or a cupcake bingo or a cakewalk or something. I know they were talking about it. What is the plan so far this year, Beth? You said you don't have all the specifics yet. But do you have anything? To, I is don't. there anything that's going to be I should different? have called the sisters before I came to ask them, so I'm not sure. So it is. be a surprise. It's from 6 to 8 o'clock. On um, Halloween? On Halloween night okay. at St. Lawrence. Um, Bishop came last year. Bishop Serba came last year. He was dressed as um, Bishop, Bishop Baraga. Oh, there you go. Um, and he's coming again this year. We don't know how he's going to be dressed. Um, I was at uh, St. Damien, Damien of Molokai last year, so I put like these sores on my face, you know, trying to be a leper. And I'm, I've got somebody I'm going to be this year too. Who? Uh, I'm going to be Blessed Michael Sapochko. Really? So it's pretty easy. Cassock surplus stole, yeah. carry around the divine mercy. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So. But priests are invited too, Father Rich. So I get, well, you know, it's I'm, for all ages too. So here's the other cool thing. What's your excuse? Well, I was gonna say I got mass. Well, come after mass. My masses are two hours long. Yeah, see. <laughs> <laughs> and there's but adora- ending with adoration. At right, so there's adoration yeah, through the whole event. Ask. So there's adoration from six to eight p.m. But we do. We all go into the church at seven thirty for some time of adoration and then and then benediction together. I just think it's such a beautiful event um, because what is Halloween? It's All Hallows' Eve. It's mm-hmm. the Eve of All Saints' Day. And what a better way to prepare for All Saints' Day and asking for the intercession of the saints. And, 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 I, and I, do, I do love it. I love what you guys are doing. I love the, the creativity of it. You know, I think that Halloween has become in recent years somewhat controversial in Catholic circles because some people might have a negative reaction towards Halloween and and I personally have never really felt that and I've always kind of just encouraged people to you know let the kids have their childhood uh, uh, experience of Halloween like we all had and we all look back on it as as fondly and so you know I, I'm hoping that you know that we don't become reactionary to that but to give that alternative which is Catholic which is what Halloween is all about anyhow all Halloween like you said the Mass before All Saints Day and so that's what's wonderful about this is being able to to bring this it, it's a Catholic 
Halloween's a Catholic ho- holiday, you know, so it's like to bring that back in is, is a great thing to do. Yeah, I heard once, or when I was kind of reading about when my husband and I were trying to figure out if we were going to celebrate Halloween or not, um, there was a priest who compared it to um, Fat Tuesday and how it was celebrating Fat Tuesday is... Um, it's a Catholic thing. It's a great thing yep. to celebrate before Ash Wednesday. So that was, um, that was really n- nice for me to like understand like, oh yes, this is the eve of all saints. Right. Day. And, and you know, I, I, I write columns for our diocesan new, newspaper to the Northern Cross. And years ago I read, wrote something about Halloween and I kind of went with that same idea about like uh, Fat Tuesday, but like St. Valentine's Day. It's like, you know, I mean, it's not wrong to give chocolates and flowers to your loved ones on valentine's day or saint patrick's day to drink green beer what's the problem with that you know i mean it's still you know it's 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 all catholic it all has its origins in catholicism and so uh, it's not really doing anything bad uh but we want to bring back the catholic identity of these things it's it's really important because so much of our catholicism is what set this society as it is its origins are so wrapped in catholicism Mm -hmm. you know we don't even think of that right so beth what else we some of your thoughts about uh, parting thoughts and words in regards to other parents that might be out here right now talking about Halloween. I just think this is a great opportunity um, for All Hallows Eve Halloween to introduce the saints. When I was growing up, we never talked about the saints, which was really sad. So it really wasn't until I was in college um, that I started learning about saints. Before, it was just like, even with Mary and all the saints, it was like, you know, if you want to believe, if you want to ask for their intercession, you can, but it's not something you actually have to do. But it's such a gift. And that's what we want to give to our children. So that's why I would encourage people to... Uh, maybe change their traditions a bit. And folks, this this event at St. Lawrence is for all ages. Last year we had 80-year-olds that came dressed as saints. And so yeah, it's, it's, it's for anybody and everybody. And it's a fun way to learn about the saints. Our director of mission at St. Lawrence is coming as the patron saint of coffee and repulsive people. And he's got a neat story behind it. I just learned about a new saint yesterday from him. So um like it's a good chance to learn about new saints too, because you go around the room like, "Who are you?" <laughs> thank, thank, thank you very much, Beth. After the uh, break, we'll have our regular ten-minute tour where we see what's going on all around throughout the uh, listening area, and you get the information about that to see whether or not you can make those things. So, ten-minute tour after the break.